hello everybody how y'all doing what you got going on this is miss b and chris allen right here with you on wednesday 7 p.m east coast time first and third wednesday of every month you can catch us right here on the storm talk 365 fan page and everywhere else that chris posts so welcome chris thank you thank you thank you thank you for having miss b uh storm it's an talk honor that's right. We got some talk for this storm tonight. Yes, we did. In case it's your first time joining us, though, Chris comes with uh, a different message every first and third Wednesday at 7 p.m. East Coast time. He has a YouTube channel. He has an Issues of Men fan page. Of course, you can find him on his regular page. He's on Instagram and everywhere else. So please follow Chris Allen and or Issues of Men so you can catch up on the latest uh, episodes. He also has all of his episodes on YouTube. I'm working on that. I'm not going to lie, but um, we're making some changes on the network. So, but again, follow him directly. This is his show. I'm just adding to his platform. I'm the CEO of Storm Talk 365 Radio, which is a faith-based podcast network to help talk to your storms in your life. I'm also the CEO of Storm Radio 24-7, where we talk about arts, business, entertainment, and more. And as I mentioned, we're now making some upgrades, changes to the network. So please follow Chris Allen directly. So Chris, what are we going to yes. talk about tonight? Do you have any announcements before we get started? <clears throat> Miss Peter, the only announcement I have for this evening is um, this topic. <laughs> Child. <laughs> this is this topic. All right. The topic is, what is the topic? All right. Uh, before we begin, just in case uh, there's any new viewers out there, uh, this is the Issues of Men, where we boldly approach topics that men are experiencing, but not always willing to admit or address openly. So tonight's discussion is um, when a door is meant to be closed, keep it closed and lock it. There's a reason why that door had been closed to you, to Miss B, to the viewers, whoever. And uh, Miss B, you know, um, of course, it always come from a personal experience. Um, it may be a little different from your experience. Um, and I also want those in the viewership when we talk about uh, what's meant to be closed doors, keep them closed and locking. Um, as we go through this discussion this evening, I also want you to um, also place and share your experience um, with reopening a closed door that uh, kind of got slammed in your face or caused you additional hurt and pain. So with that being said, um, let me share this with you. You know, as a host, as a friend, a mentor, father, husband, uh, business owner, uh, associate, spiritualist, humanitarian, and realist, Ms. B. Listening and following your own advice is difficult sometimes, especially when making the decision of closing doors. Um, it's very difficult. It's difficult when you lose someone. Um, it's when a painful situation happens in regards to someone else that you try to make a reconnection with or you try to mend or uh, make something whole, whether that was on your end or somebody else, um, 
happens when we get hurt or disappointed, when we're distraught, when we're angry, um, when we're going through uh, breakups, that intimacy, the intimacy withdrawal, the uh, when we're going through that pain to speak, everything goes out the window. And what I mean by that, it the advice that I would give someone else goes out the window when we're in that place. When we're not facing hurt or disappointment or whatever that is, the, the circumstance, the rules don't apply to me at that point in time. Because, yeah, I'm angry. I'm mad, Miss B. I'm going through it. And that's just the way it is. But I appreciate, you know, having um, great people around me to bounce some things off sometimes, to, to, to reground me, put me back in my place. But even before having those conversations, Miss B, viewers, I, listen, it's hard. It's hard, Miss B, it's hard. So what has your experience been? as you know having to close doors uh, uh, reopening some doors and the door slammed in your face well i'm 65 years old and doors opening and closing and me trying to reopen them has been a constant in my life because i'm a very nurturing caring person uh, Okay, they're having conversation about the weather. Welcome, Pauline. Um, that being said, um, I'm a very nurturing person and rejection is something that I've always had a problem with and I've always wanted to have my hands on something. But as I grow spiritually, uh, not necessarily grow older, but spiritually and mature, I had been getting better with that. So let me just answer your question. Yes. Moving fast forward to right now here recently especially since um you know being on tv things are happening to challenge my spiritual growth so yes can things be better with my children my grandchildren yes relatives yes podcasters yes i've had all of those challenges and it seems like within the last six months it was on steroids and I kept going back. One thing we need to remember, Chris, is that when people show you who they are or what they expect of you or what they're able and willing to give, stop making excuses and saying, yeah, but, yeah, but, it, accept it, face value. Maya Angelou helped me with that. But what I'm saying is I had trouble letting go. I would always go back. Well, well, so let me just tell you. I've experienced it, been there, done that, don't want to do it anymore. And I've come up with my own solutions to it. So like you said, sometimes you have to go through the anger, shut it down and then regroup. But people handle those things differently. So how are you handling shutting your doors? Are you going back to reopening them and they're being shut back in your face? Um, <clears throat> what I'll tell you, Ms. B, is that, um, you know, I know I have, I know you have, you know, we've been through many situations in life that we can go back and help someone and shed light, you know, uh, in regards um, to somebody who may not have experienced as much and kind of address their similar circumstances to put them in a better place. 
Um, but this this most recent situation, <laughs> I felt like even the most experienced person, um, situations happen, it will take you for a loop. And it did take me for a loop. Um, this is the reason why we're having um, doors that are meant to be closed, keep them closed. Um, and that's because, you know, I chose to be the bigger person and reopen this door. And, um, you know, I was smacked in the face, totally caught off guard. I was blindsided this week on this whole situation. So, um, You know, it, it's sometimes, you know, just especially when you're not expecting a person to act, um, to behave or respond the way that they do, uh, you know, to even further divide that or, you know, break that progress um, or even to maintain that relationship up to this point that you had up until this moment, um, totally blindsided and uh, definitely caught me off guard. But, uh, uh, you know, whether people really understand it or not, or maybe they know, um, know or not that their implications, their actions, go ahead. You know, every time we allow ourselves to get hurt, we're going to say I was blindsided, but in reality, we had signs. Mm -hmm. We always had signs, but each time something happens, oh, I was blindsided. Oh, I was blindsided. You know, it's just like an alcoholic who likes to drive. Oh man. A police stopped me, totally caught me off guard. You go out and get drunk again. Man, I can't believe I got stopped. Totally blindsided. You know you're doing something wrong. You keep doing it. And then you get surprised when you get caught. So you know people are going to do something to upset you because they've done it in the past. And when that situation is over, you move on to the next. And then what happens like, I wasn't expecting it. No, you weren't expecting it, but you were warned. And mm -hmm. so for you to say that you were caught blindsided, it's the situation itself that caught you blindsided, but the behavior is nothing new. Nothing new. Nothing new. We, we, we have signs. We just ignore it. And then we wait for the next thing to happen. Then we say, gee, I wasn't expect. I didn't see that coming. Yeah, you did. You know, and that's why sometimes when you let your guard down, because your, your minds, my mindset, the way I operate um, with people is totally different. It was not the same. And you know, people talk a good game much of the time and they're telling you maybe what exactly what you want to hear. But in essence, you know, they haven't changed at all. And I think that's what really, um, like you said, there, there's always been that pattern. But being as though our age, our relationship, I assume that it was better. Yeah, I, I, I straight. I, well, I was that saying it was like. Ah, uh, oh, don't even say it because uh, you're right. <laughs> the A double S says you and me. There you go. Look at look look. Uh, I'm just saying it's you, not me. Uh, you see what I'm saying? The ASS is you, not me. Well, that's what I'm trying to say. That being said, um, you know this topic is very. Uh, I'm gonna say problematic for me because I'm right now experiencing some doors 
that I had to close. And so I'm very into this topic tonight. And one of the things that we had talked about was how I handled it. Mm. It has not been easy because I've had signs for years. I've handled it with other people, but with certain people that long handled, let my guard down, come on, kick me in the butt again type attitude. So um, as we go into 15 minutes into the episode, let me just share this with you, Chris. One of the things that I've learned in the past couple of months in dealing with people that are close to me was that Kim taught me how to kiss. Kim, keep it moving. Kiss, keep it simple spiritually. Mm. Kim has taught me how to kiss. Keeping it moving has taught me how to keep it simple spiritually when it comes to dealing with my relationships that seems to distract me or hinder me from being the best person I can be. You know, using slang. That's how you want to roll, boo? That's on you. I'm good. Keep it moving. I, You know, I don't have to be involved in your mess to pray you through your mess. So I'm learning to apply the scriptures. That's just me, whether it's a positive affirmation or whatever you use. Start looking at you. What's important to you? So I keep it moving. Because hey. Kim has taught me how to kiss. I yeah. pray for you and keep it moving. That's that's your choices and your life are yours. And I'm responsible how I respond to it. And I'm not going to be dragged into your mess anymore. Thank you very much. That's how you want to roll. I'm keeping it moving. And, you know, Miss Lee, when we talk about closed doors and keeping them closed, you know, <clears throat> people who do know me, you know, Miss B, I'm not perfect by far, right? Um, I'm far from callous. Um, I speak the truth. And if I'm wrong about something, I did something that's wrong, and you told me, I'm going to try to refrain from continuing to do that, or continue to do that. Um, and I will apologize. Holy, I would apologize. But one thing that's been a reoccurring theme in my life and I really take it to heart. And I think this is why this time when this happened, it really, it hit me, it hurt me to the core, is that when somebody shows you your priority in their life, when somebody shows you their loyalty to you, when somebody shows you their allegiance, when somebody shows you their gluteus maximus, when they show you who they really are, believe them. Boom, baby. Say it again. Believe them. My, I mean, it's not an error. It's not a fluke. It's not a mistake. Um, and it's not, oh, I, I was upset this day. I didn't mean to say that. I didn't mean to do this and do that. No, that's truly how you feel, that's truly what you think, and that's truly how you see me as an individual, through your eyes, through your lens. And mm -hmm. it really, it, it bothered me to the core, like, wow. Like, okay, I've got it. It was meant for me to keep these doors closed. You will never 
have the opportunity to do anything to me again. Yes, I do forgive you, but doesn't mean I have to deal with you. And I had to sum it up as that. And like you say, your, your phrase, K-I-M, keep it moving. That's exactly what I'm doing, keeping it moving. Um, one of the other things that I wanted to discuss really quick this evening too, Miss B, is when it comes to closed doors, and in my promo, I had little phrases in the promo that talked about, um, you know, there was one about boundaries. And boundaries is a line or a mark that limits an area. It's a dividing line. Whereas though some people, if you tell them what your boundaries are, they'll continue to cross them just to push your buttons for to get a rise or a rouse out of you, right? But boundaries are not really for the other person to speak. Boundaries are for you. They're for me. The boundaries are for the viewers. Those boundaries, um, you know, they're made and they're put in place to control your actions, your behaviors. So no matter what the other person does, no matter what they do, I'm going to be centered. I'm going to be whole. Yeah, go. Ah, yeah, go ahead and do that. You mad? You whatever? You upset? You whatever? You don't have power or, or control over me. Once I set those boundaries, I know who and what you are. You show me that, and so I'm going to treat and react everything accordingly. Not only that, we show other people who we are and what we are all about. Mm -hmm. It's not about even showing them, them showing us, them. It's us showing them, I'm not having that. That's not how I'm going to roll with you. This is what I expect. And if it doesn't fall in line with what I expect from me, then like I said, I'm keeping it moving. The boundaries are to identify your character, your limitations, your respect for yourself. Respect yes. for yourself. So it's not about, oh, they show me who they are. No, show them who you are by saying. And when you said they will never have the opportunity to do that again. Yes, they will. But you will never allow yourself to respond Right. And give them control. Every there's a, Satan is going to treat you like the bobblehead doll. He treats us always like that. Here it come, here it come, here it come. But we may weeble and wobble, but we never topple. So no, they're going to come back with foolishness. There's always going to be an opportunity, but the challenge is how you respond. And I love what you said that when you said the boundaries are for us not for those who have tried to cross it is to show them this is chris this is miss b deal with me on my level or bounce mm -hmm. keep it moving partner keep it moving That's keep it keep it moving you know um if i may before we take a break and i, I mentioned this to you in order for me to grow i have to pay attention to the holy spirit i'm a woman of faith and and like i said i'd, I'd share it when necessary but this is important whether you use positive affirmations or not one of the things that i've learned that forgiveness starts with you 
So for those recently, just this week, who did things that I allowed to hurt me, I had to understand it spiritually and say, Father, I forgive them. I'm sorry they were not strong enough spiritually to make better choices for themselves. You see what I'm saying? Because if they were where they should be spiritually, they will make better choices on how they deal with people and how to relate with people. So the first thing I had to do was one, forgive myself. You know, Miss B, forgive yourself. Don't be so hard on yourself for not making better choices for yourself. You're growing spiritually. The second thing is forgive those who are not spiritually strong enough to make better choices for themselves. You understand what I'm saying? So I have to forgive me. Be careful how I respond to it. But more importantly, if they, like you said, you're not perfect. No, but for people like us who want to grow, at least we're trying. Some people are not trying. So if Jesus can say, Father, forgive them. They truly knew you. They would not do the things that they do. Who are we not to say, forgive them? Because if they truly had a spiritual relationship that was strong, they wouldn't do the things that they did. So I can't hold that against them. That's between them and their creator. And that's on them. I'm responsible for my behavior. You know what I'm saying? But you have to get there. You have to get there because I'm not saying it was easy. I'm, but this week, slam dunk. That's how you're going to roll? I'm good. Gotcha. Um, you know, and again, because I, I just remember in the past, people uh, currently, um, those closed doors are kept closed because, again, um, when there's a lack of respect, um, when there's a lack of um, yeah, respect, I'm sorry, yeah, I'm going to say respect, but there's a lack of respect um, for an individual. Usually, there's no holds barred. Like, boundaries, they don't even see the boundaries. They don't care about the boundaries. You know, they, they just be who they are to hurt, to destroy, pray, whatever they're going to do. But, um, again, uh, when we talk about those uh, doors that are meant to be closed, keep them closed. So I'm going to bring a little bit, talk about validation, Miss B. Um, as human beings, a lot of times, you know, we also need um, that validation. Whether that validation is coming from you yourself or that validation is coming from outside sources, we have to be careful of who we allow to validate us. <laughs> Wait a minute. What did you just say? We have to be careful about the people who we allow to validate us. Because if it's a negative, if it's a pessimistic person, if it's a, uh, a destructive person, their validations to you are always going to be negative. You know, whether it's, you know, you're not X, Y, and Z, you'll never be, um, you'll never be nothing. And it keeps going on because they'll continue to validate you by the, by the mirror inside of them their the energy that they have inside what they're exuding from themselves is what they're putting out so we have to be careful of um um uh, the feelings and things that we have about ourselves. close those doors of self-doubt um not uh um not give people permission allow people have the permission to have power over us and tell us how we to move, how we to think about ourselves, how we feel about ourselves. 
And that happens a lot as we are coming from children to growing to being an adult. And it happens a lot. You know, talk about nicknames and um, skin colors and things of that nature. Um, people really go hard at us. And when we take on those things that they said and believe them, um, our self-worth, our validation goes down. So we have to learn um, who to validate us and nurture us as a positive part, you know, nurture us for who we are in our growth, in our walk, our journey. So um, I just think it's really important that we do that, you know, as far as close the doors of those uh, who are not supporting your cause or, um, you know, not walking like you. Um, and there's many examples that I could possibly give in regards to that, but I'm pretty sure that those who are going to view this understand and know exactly what I'm talking about because they we've all experienced that at some point. Um, let's talk about confidence, right? This is what we need to open the doors to our own confidence. Uh, confidence comes from what you know about yourself, right? You have a great speaking voice. You have a way of speaking and talking and connecting to people. That is your gift. You're confident there, right? There could be other areas in your life that you may not be as confident, but I see that you work towards them all the time as well as, as, well as I do. Confidence is knowing that, you know, when you have a beautiful skin tone, um, when, you know, you have a beautiful smile, um, your eyes, uh, you have handsome features, um, you know, she has beautiful curves or whatever that may be. Um, you know, if you draw, if you're good at cutting hair, um, if you're very, you know, you speak well, if you, um, if you, you know, you dress well, whatever that is, that's your confidence. You don't even have to think about it. It's, it's, it's a knowing, it's a knowingness without any doubt, any fear, no question. Like, I know I'm handsome. I know Miss B beautiful. You know, it. so there's an air about yourself that shows that confidence and we have to, um, uh, open the doors to our confidence and shut the doors, uh, you know, towards negativity, um, reinforcing that negativity in our lives. So I'm definitely would say if that's a door that's meant to be closed, close it and lock it. When we talk about confidence, our validation, um, and our boundaries, set them, lock it, and put it in place. So uh, what are your thoughts about confidence? You know, <clears throat> I'm sorry, let me take this off. Um, confidence starts with who do you believe you are? Mm -hmm. And I'm not even got to go spiritually. If you're dependent, because you said validate, we got to be careful who we allow to validate us. Not going spiritual, but you validate yourself first. The positive confirmations, I am Miss B, I am yellow, I am bald head, whatever you speak into your own life, that is what you believe about yourself. Mm -hmm. 
if what other people speak into your life is more important than what you believe about yourself, then you're going to become what they speak into your life. Confidence, you cannot buy it, but it can be destroyed easily by the first person that you allow to be more important to you than yourself. Absolutely. And again, this is just basic intelligence. We grow up with parents and relatives and children. What people speak into our lives, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say this. When you say confidence, I'm being honest with you. I don't like videos. I'm shy. I don't, I had, I had to force myself as a child to smile because my mom said I had big lips. I had to force myself. I became a model um, for JC Pitties when I was 15. And she laughed. She said, people are just making fun of you because you got a big butt. You walk like a duck. I had a lot of negativity coming from my mom. Mm. And so for me to do this, sometimes before the video starts, I close my eyes, say a prayer, and then I put this big smile on my face. And all the time I'm going, oh, Lord Jesus, don't let me make a fool of myself. Because that's all my mom ever told me. You're just going to be making a fool of yourself. No matter what I did, you just they're just making a fool of you. And why am I sharing this with you? Because when he said confidence and validation, I absorbed every negative thing. And no matter what, any, even now when people give me a compliment, I cry. You're talking about me. You're talking about me. It's hard to get over that stuff. You, you know this is me, right? And so when I get a compliment, it's hard for me to receive it, even at 65. So I'm telling all of you, Chris is trying to encourage you to take a good look in the mirror, Michael Jackson, the man in the mirror. Who are you allowing yourself to be in the mirror? Is it what other people think of you, what other people say about you, or are you allowing you to speak into your own life? You see what I'm saying? It doesn't matter, black, white, young, old, same sex, no sex, binary, it doesn't matter. Who you believe you are should be more important than what other people say you are. And if you don't believe you are worthy, then I think you need some help. And uh, it is it's, uh, 30 minutes past the hour. Did you want to share a commercial break? Time for a break, everybody. He has got me on point. We're going to take a short break. I'll be right back. Thank you so much, Chris, for reminding me. everybody thank you for staying with us if you're just joining us this is chris allen and miss b we come on every wednesday at 7 p.m east coast time with different topics issues of men and we're talking about doors being closed and letting them stay closed and not trying to reopen them in relationships so um you just saw a short clip that's right a commercial in case you didn't know i'm on tv i am on glory star apple tv i'm on a tv station down in atlanta um 9 a.m. East Coast time, Friday morning, right there on uh, Preach the Word Network. You can find me on my YouTube channel, Positively Miss B. I simply use scriptures and say, if it's true, how's it working for you? 
I'm non-denominational. I don't preach. I just give you something to think about. If the scriptures are what you believe in, then if it's true, how's it working for you? Are you applying it? Are you living like you believe what you believe? So join me 9 a.m. Friday morning on Preach the Word Network or find all of my episodes on YouTube under Positively Miss B. Again, I am the spiritual realist. I believe that no matter where you are in life, you all deserve a word of encouragement. Most people use positive affirmations and they're just scriptures without a scripture notation. So that being said, Chris, thank you so much for this topic tonight about doors being closed. I am excited to be able to share some things with you. And I see a wow when I said I'm shy. That's right. I don't like videos and I really have to force myself to, to be as visible as I am because I, I just prefer just to be sitting down by myself. Wow. You know, I was like, um, I believe you. It's a, it's a shocker to me. You know, it, it really is. It's, it's a shocker. Um, but, you know, well, you know, just like, you know, I think this is the perfect segue into this is that a lot of times as well, um, you know, whether we're closing a situation, a relationship, a business relationship, um, whatever that may be, sometimes we have to get out of our own heads um, and we have to stop self-torturing, uh, you know, torturing ourselves. Um, you know, uh, you know, when it comes to closing doors or keeping them closed, um, again, what you're going through is already not healthy. But usually individuals they have, um, they talk themselves into bad situations or even imagine um, how an outcome is going to be based on past experiences or what's already in their head from their past experiences. You know, it's like you're already letting yourself down and creating situations to support your thoughts, to support what you already believe, what you already imagine, what you're already feeling on the inside. And, you know, that's an aspect that we need to change because even when closing doors to any relationship or business relationship, oh, well, what if, you know, um, our business relationship is not well, but next month, what if they, they have a big month or a big year? I'm not going to be there with them to celebrate it. I'm not going to make the money. I'm not going to do this and do that. Um, what well, a person treats me that way because they love me. Um, and you have to understand and realize when the writing's on the wall, the writing is on the wall. Take it for what it says. Read it. Feel it. Go through it. Understand it. And know that certain people, um, not even certain people or individuals, but where they're at right now, this day in time, on every level, is not where you need to be. That's not where you need to meet or mesh together at this point in time. We're we'll trying to cross that bridge together. That person can't get across that bridge. So it's just a point of, it's very important to really get out of your head when you're closing doors. Know and mean, mean what you said. If it's not working for you, it's okay to say, look, this is not working for me. I have to go, I have to close this door. 
because otherwise that person's just going to continue to bring you down. They're going to continue to uh, hurt you. They're going to continue to abuse you. Um, and they're going to continue to put everything. Um, they're going to continue to put everything that's coming out of them in your space. They're filling your cup up with negativity. And a lot of times it's, it's time to close those doors. It's time to move on. Um, and Miss B, when we talk about closing the door, closing the door on closure, when something has occurred and something has happened, um, let me step back. Let me step back a minute. Let, let me let me just say this: closure is an act or a process of closing something, especially. Um, um, or the act of being closed. We'll, we'll just put it in that context, right? So you're closing something. You're closing the door on closure. So that means that when I'm going to use this, use this as an example, you're in a relationship with somebody and you leave that person or that person leaves you. But Let's, let's, say, let's say if somebody ghosted you and ghosting means that that person, um, something occurred between you two and that person never gave an explanation of why they left, why they never called you, communicated with you. Um, and so you're left without closure, right? But that person did tell you, they didn't tell you in words, they told you by their actions. Sometimes silence, sometimes not communicating. It, it's, it's a big way of communicating. It's not the best way to do it. It's, it's not a great feeling when that happens. And sometimes that person is not big enough or mature enough to tell you um, or communicate to you exactly what that is. Or, you know, they don't want to seem like the bad guy. They didn't want to continue to talk about it, have a discussion about it. They just chose, I'm done. I'm cutting you off, period and moving on about their life or their business. So when we talk about um, closing the door on closure, um, having that emotional closure, right? Um, because you can't close the book on your situation um, when it's associated to pain. Somehow or another, you have to be able to address that, to be able to close that door a lot of times. Because um, nowadays, you know, you, you, you can just do something. You don't have one, two, three, one, two, three, four, five. You don't have five strikes. <laughs> you know, you have five chances to do something to me without me responding. Um, a lot of times you only have one. You have one opportunity, one chance to show me who you really are. And that's it. I'm not that's the way it should be. Yeah, exactly. That's the way it should be. And, uh, you know, the feeling or the act of bringing an unpleasant situation or experience to an end so that you're able to start new, uh, you know, start new relationships, new activities, have that sense of closure, um, you know, and to be able to achieve it is very important to be able to do that. As long as you have that open wound, it's open and it's seeping and it's bleeding, and it's not healing properly, um, 
you're just going to be leaking on somebody else. You're just going to be bringing that same pain to somebody else. So it's very important for you to get that closure. Um, and one thing that I have recognized in the past, Ms. B, is when we talk about closure, um, I recognize that there was relationship patterns or behavior patterns that I may have done or the person who was in my life, there's these patterns of behavior that if you don't have closure, that you're going to bring it into, again, the next relationship. Um, you want to have the same trauma response patterns to people if you don't have closure and grow beyond the area that you are in your mind, um, you know, your, your mental health, your emotional, your spiritual health, even your physical health. You, you know, you may be big and buff, and, but your mental health, <laughs> your spiritual health, your emotional health is, uh, is, is poor. So we have to grow and understand from these different things. You know, it's very important that we don't, we, we learn from our mistakes. We learn from those things that, um, a situation that we put ourselves, we brought harm to ourselves and vice versa, or somebody else may have done it. But again, it's, it's very important that, um, getting closure, um, because without it, you, you're not going to be your best self, period. You're not going to be your best self for, you know, your business relationships, friendships, personal relationships, intimate relationships, um, future partners. You, you're not going to bring a healthy aspect to anything that you do, um, you know, because your lens is clouded. You're looking through a lens of pain, hurt, discomfort. Uh, and a lot of different things. So you would definitely have to get closure. When them doors are closed, close them. And they're being closed for good reasons, family. Um, and so when we talk about grieving, Ms. B, um, grieving after someone's death, um, You know, like people put a lot of value into things, a person. So when that person's no longer here, um, they hold on to that meaning or that person or that thing or that situation um, so hard, so much that they're not able to close, they're not able to get that closure. You know, uh, of course, uh, you know, I can't tell anybody how to grieve or how to respond to when you know you lose someone it's definitely going to hurt um and it, and it lasts a long time sometimes it just seems like yesterday it could be 20 years later but you you know for me i've felt um i've learned to take things from that individual or person like the like the most great things about that person i apply them to my life and it changed my whole dynamic of how I felt about them or how I feel about myself. I'm no longer down. I no longer feel when the birthdays come around. It's more like, you know, um, I, I, I'm celebrating it the day that she was here because I took those great moments and I applied them to my life and myself. So it almost like you are a part of me now, um, energetically, but you, you, you were here with me, plain and simple. Um, those reminders, those memories are the best things, our best uh, situations or activities, whatever it is, conversations. And it, it does help for you to move past where you are when you're grieving. 
Um, um, I, I don't know what else to say about that, but I know a lot of people are experiencing that. Um, I'm just going to stick, skip to grieving. You've, you've said a few other things, but let me just talk about grieving. A lot of people don't understand how I grieve. This is just for me. Um, I had a hard time with the loss of pets, family members. But when my mom transitioned, my daddy said something to me. And I went off. He said, get yourself together. And I went, wait a minute, well, what now? I said, I just lost my mom. Are you telling me to get myself together? What in the world? Needless to say, that didn't set well with me. And then when he knew he was tired and he was ready to transition, he said, don't visit me. First thing he told me was, I want to be done in three days. The second thing is, don't visit me. I'm, I'm, I'm too far away to be, I'm not there. He told me a lot of things. So let me just say about how I grieve. I don't visit the cemetery. I don't, I did not, I have the obituaries, but I don't actually remember when that day comes, when they transition. You know why? Because when Jesus died on a cross, we celebrate his life. My parents did not want me to die with them. My parents were too hard for me to be who I am. Even though I mentioned my mom had some issues, but my mom loved me and she took care of me and she was my best friend. And my dad, they worked too hard for me to die with them. They worked too hard for me to give up on living just because they're no longer a part of my active life. I honor Jesus Christ with my faith and I honor my lost loved ones, including my parents, with how I live my life to be productive. So when you say grieving, everybody does it. But when Jesus wept, he wept for a moment. When David lost his son, he said, okay, I'm done. He changed his clothes and went on about his life. We have to let go and remember the life and not the loss. Powerful. That's very powerful. So, you know, viewers, I definitely hope that you were able to uh, get the message this evening. Um, usually I do close out with, um, you know, uh, words of encouragement and things of that nature. But, you know, I truly believe that, you know, through the course of the conversation, you know, we have presented some things and some ways, you know, for you to actually transition uh, out of it, uh, transition out of that. Um, you know, when the doors, when the doors meant to be closed, keep it closed. Um, I personally experienced for a lot of years, uh, you know, just on a, on a religious text, my religious, my religious belief in how my parents were, you know, I'm glad that they were the people to have an open heart to give second chances or third chances or, you know, because, you know, it's, it's hard to get things right the first time I learn from a situation a lot of times from that first aspect. I get it. Like I said, that's wonderful. Um, but at the same time, um, again, it's very hard for most people to do. Just because we're human beings, 
Yes. Oh, I was agreeing with you. Um, oh. But that being said, let's go back to your original statement. I want to be perfectly clear with this. And he's absolutely right. The one, two, three, four, five. Okay. When we say you have one time to show me who you are, it does not mean we shut down on you totally. For me, I'm going to continue to pray for you. There's a difference between being needed and used. Now, if you're in a hospital, there's an emergency, I'm there. But I'm not bailing you out of your, your mess. I'm not getting involved in your mess. It's like, oh, mm, I hope that works out for you. You see the difference? If you can't respect me for who I am to you, unless I'm bailing you out, mm. then even the Bible tells us that he will turn a deaf ear in our greatest time of need. So if Jehovah God, our father is like, I hear you, but I don't know what to do because you ain't living right. Why can't we do the same with people who mistreat us, disrespect us? I understand, but I, I can't help you this time. If right. Jesus can tell the fig tree, I'm hungry and you ain't got nothing for me to eat. You will never bear fruit again. People don't want to talk about that scripture. He was like, no, I want something to eat and you ain't got nothing for me to eat. Uh-uh, no, uh-uh. So if he can do that, then why can't we say to our children, parents, relatives, co-workers, no, I've been giving you rides for a year. You haven't offered me one dime for gas and you never do anything for me in return. I hope it works out for you. You see what I'm saying? Absolutely. There's a difference between being used and helping people. Close that door. Like, I hope it works out for you, boo. Been there, done that. Can't do it no more. Remember, Jesus said that fig tree was a mess. Uh-uh, you can't. Mm -mm. That's it. That's my word of encouragement. Thank you, Chris. Was there anything else you want to share? Um, that was it. And, you know, um, viewers, if you hadn't got a chance to go back and look at the promo um, on the Issues of Men page um, or on my YouTube page, uh, Instagram, things of that nature, Go back and read because there's a section in there, in there that I put um, the discussion topic, right? And it was kind of an interlude to what we were talking about this evening. And, you know, I just said that I believe most of us are truly good-natured people at heart. We mean well, and when it comes to friendships and relationships, we will do whatever we can to reconnect, rekindle men, and retain them to a fault. That's been me, spoken from my experience, but, but that new experience has changed. How many times will you open the door for family members, your children or others to hurt you, take advantage of you or show you once again who they truly are or what, or what you truly mean to them? And I was like, let's, let's talk about that. And I, you know, I really want, want you all to not say that not to forgive them because really sometimes forgiveness is for, for us as well. Just like, you know, creating oh, no, 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 no. Mm -mm. Hmm? forgiveness is for us all the time. Yeah. Never relinquish control to anybody like that. I'm going to forgive you because I'm not going to let you live in my head, control my emotions and you go on with your life. And I'm still sitting here pouting mouth, acting like, you know, it just happened yesterday. Stop giving people that much control. Forgiveness is always for you. 
You understand what I'm saying? Turn it loose so you can have some freedoms. Turn it loose so you can have power and control over yourself. Breathe. That's right. Breathe, honey. I, so many people say, I don't know how to forgive. Do it for you. Stop giving that much control of people. I'm nice. sorry. I had to say that. No, nah, listen. Like I said, that's real. But depending on where somebody, I said what I said because some people may be on the fence. They may be on one side or the other. But what you said is absolutely true. Um, well, it's not easy, but it's not, possible and it's, it's necessary. Possible. And it's necessary. And, you know, that's the whole key to really coming about that healing for yourself so that you'll be able to be a better person, uh, not only for yourself, uh, for, for everybody around you, uh, to nature. Because I don't know if you ever noticed before, but if you have live plants in your house and a lot of negative energy or you speaking, um, negative things come consistently in your household, your plants die, your animals slowly um, gerbils. I don't care if you got ants, an ant farm, or whatever you have, they consistently wither away and die over a period of time. So just take you wonder why plants aren't growing in your house sometimes or certain things are happening. It's, it's coming from here. It's, it's what you're projecting and putting out. And everything that we do does affect everything around us, whether we believe it or not. So Energy, spiritual energy. energy. And keep that in mind, we are very powerful people. So we have to be very careful of what we say, how we feel. And we, think. And what we think about ourselves, family. And this is why I brought up, this one of the reasons why I brought this topic, you know, closing doors. You have to know what to close doors to when to open those doors. But those things are gonna tear you down and break you down. Close those doors and lock it and never to open for season click, click. of day again. Like click. my dear like said, click, click. Click, click. <laughs> <laughs> so with that being said, um, if you want to provide a topic or become a guest on the issues of men, uh, please contact me at issuesofmen at gmail.com. Um, I'll um, you know, provide your contact information uh, and uh, a title and a little bit about, you know, what the discussion topic is. So there won't be any discrepancies. I will reach out to you, um, give you a call, and we'll be able to set that up for a future day uh, in the future and be able to air it on the Issues of Men platform and the platform for uh, Storm Talk 365 Radio. Um, and again, you know, we definitely do appreciate everyone who's viewing. Uh, definitely share, share, share. Um, and also uh, on our um, pages, you know, uh, subscribe, like, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram. Um, again, every little bit help, every little bit helps. And uh, if you like to support us, uh, support um, at on Cash App, dollar sign Storm Talk 365, um, dollar sign Ascension Services. You know, and we definitely appreciate um, anything that you can have that you can give. Um, I know right now we are in both need of a uh, a new computer, a new laptop. Because things are going, I don't know what's going on, but uh, things are happening right now. And um, so, you know, again, any support that you can give, we definitely do um, appreciate that. Um, and even your viewership, that also helps as well. Uh, and again, share, share, share. Um, you can find all episodes of the Issues of Men on my YouTube page. Please subscribe. Um, what you will find is there's a, there's a, a crest with four symbols 
It's, it has the issues of men with the scroll underneath. Um, red, black, and white, or, or crimson, black, and white. Um, and you'll find that on YouTube if you don't know. But you'll also see our faces, uh, or you'll see our handsome and lovely faces on there and smiles too. So definitely subscribe. Uh, subscribe to stormtalk365radio.com. Um, you'll also be able to find all the episodes on there as well. So with that being said, uh, Ms. B, did you have anything that you wanted to uh, announce this evening? No, just follow me on Fridays at 9 a.m. East Coast time on the Preacher Word Network. I'm on TV, and I've been recently given the opportunity to join another television channel, which would include Hulu and the Discovery Channel. So my TV appearances, I'm, my father says, you may not like videos, but I'm going to put you out there. So, yeah, go to my YouTube channel, Positively Ms. B, and I thank you so much for your support for both Chris Allen and I on Issues of Men and Storm Talk 365. That's about it, Chris. See you next month, first um, Wednesday. Yes, it's going to be the first Wednesday of next month and then the third Wednesday of next month. With that being said, uh, you may see some replays or some of the videos that I pre-recorded uh, that I'm going to place on my uh, uh, YouTube page. So you definitely subscribe so you'll be able to get those as well. And uh, again, we look forward to seeing you uh, next month. Again, we love you. We appreciate you. Have a great Peace day. out. Peace. <laughs> All right, everybody. Bye-bye. <laughs>